Testing, testing. Testing, testing. Can I get a yeah? Oh, yeah? Hold on. <laughs> Can I get a yeah? <laughs> there we go. to the Holoform TV podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Tristan, joined, of course, by Brody, as always. I'm never leaving you. I'm the clap. Sick. You are about as bad as that. And Matt's back! What's up, guys? And you can hear Matt this time. Yeah. No, you can't. That's Don't cool. pretend like he's there. That's cool. Matt's cool. He's not cool. Hey, at least I'm not under the floorboards, okay? Yes, we have put Josh back under the floorboards again. Uh, he got a little mouthy, so I curb stomped him. That's it. A la oh, American yeah. history. I was about to Hopefully say, the spell is hold this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no spells. There's only a 12 gauge. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's that too. Uh, we have we we we. I wrote Avada Kedavra on one of them shotgun shells. That's what I call an expelliarmus when it hits you in the hand. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yee yee. Goodbye arm. Uh, we want to give a big shout out to Matt real quick. For uh, he bought us some uh, some stands for the mics. Yeah, because we're broke bitches. Yeah, we're moving up in the world, so that's pretty cool. So now I don't have to use a fucking paper towel roll as hey, my mic stand. Shut hey, up. Work. Them paper towel rolls were they were good. I thought it worked really well. <laughs> they were real good. This is way better. <laughs> this is way better. Still not quite tall enough for you though. It's way more stable though. It's way more stable. And now I can kind of lean on the table and not push everything everywhere. Yes, because we don't have to have seventeen and books. Everywhere. Thankfully, we don't have the the bottles on the table this week, so yes. hopefully no. Yes, this is definitely a no, sir. <laughs> this is definitely a no, sir. <laughs> Brody, how's this week been, man? It's not two weeks now. It's not two weeks. Oh. This is our very first, like, simultaneous two weeks in a row. Have you ever sat on a cactus? Uh, no, I can't say I have. We live in South Carolina. Well, people still have cacti. <laughs> You've never seen, like, I, old people with random cactuses? I fought several cactars on Final Fantasy, but I've no, never no. sat on a cactus. You can understand how uncomfortable it would be to sat, sit on a cactus. Probably. Uh, that's how my entire life feels. Sick. Without pants on. Oh. Well, that has to be at least a little, little bit stimulating, right? Uh, it's revolting. So. In a good way? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, I, mean. ma- I am kind of a masochist, you know. But, in all seriousness, though... Uh, Work got easier. We got a new guy, so uh, hell yeah! There you I don't go. have to break my ass as hard. Good shit. I haven't climbed on top of a vehicle in about a week and a half, so that feels nice. That's um, good. You got a new car. Well, there's some more about that, but we won't talk about that here. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> did I've been driving around a little bit. It's fucking clutch. Um, <laughs> right. She's a bitch, and yeah. we all know it. Yep. Uh, but uh, importantly. Uh, I finished a couple things this week. I actually uh, decided to live my life instead of sleep. Hell yeah. So, 
we're doing pretty good. I don't really have any plans for tomorrow because all you guys are going to the movies and I'm just not going to go. I'm Why? Not, I don't really have a desire to see Venom. Damn. No. I'll watch them when they come out on DVD. True. Well, the first one's already out, but yeah. I'll watch them. And uh, Taylor out. has it right now if you want to watch it. If you haven't seen it, Taylor has it at his house, so you can hmm. watch it if you want. But, uh... Well, damn, I was kind of hoping you'd come. No, but I'm probably going to go hang out with Dexter and them. Word. Do their, what, is, what do they call it, Saturday Night Sorcery or something? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I love him to death. You don't need to name Jeremy's anything. naming conventions are funny. <laughs> Jeremy's naming conventions are that of a slightly metrosexual 10-year-old who's trying to be cool. I really hope he hears that. <laughs> oh, I'll say it to his face. If he, I really hope he hears that. If he thinks I won't, he's got another thing coming. He's got another thing coming. Uh, but I'm probably going to take the red-blue Delver deck up there and just, uh, you know... Stomp some children. Yes. You know how it goes. Delver Popper. Delver Popper. It ain't Popper. It's more peasant, but still. I didn't put any rares in it. It's still vicious. 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 Matt, what about you, man? You've We've been off this entire week. And it has been one of the longest weeks of my life. I'm it's telling been you. Quite a blast, though. What are you talking about? This this fucking week for me has gone at mock Jesus. Well, that's see, but we've been off all week. So even if you if even if I had been off all week, it would still be going mock Jesus. Probably I don't know how to not. slow down. I mean, I mean that's you. <laughs> splitting wood Friday, and that that was the highlight of last week, and then. Uh, I think my birthday was a highlight of last week, but that's fine. We'll move uh, on. Your birthday was a lot of fun. It was. <laughs> the and highlight then, of last week was uh, Jacob being sober around all us drunk folks. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much. We fun. got we got pretty 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 toast pretty sloshy. I didn't have a ride. Pretty so. nasty. There's a six minute video on my phone of drunk that uh, Rachel took. Yeah. Of drunk Alice trying to recite Shakespeare. That was the funniest shit. Oh, I haven't seen this yet. <laughs> it was so. Funny. Why is this not in the chat? Because it's six and a half minutes. So? I would watch You'll it. You'll have to show it to him later. Yes. I want to see it. I got to see it live, so it was even great. It was yeah, even it was better. Glorious. It was pretty but, great. Uh, she couldn't find where the fuck she was on the page. I'm just oh, like, so uh, come here. <laughs> That's glorious. It, it, was pretty, it was pretty impressive, actually. Fuck yeah. Once she found it, she's pretty good. And then Tuesday, you know, getting to go for a little, a little bit of off-roading with, ta- with old Tater. Hell yeah. And then uh, me finding a boost leak as well yeah that sucked yeah he found a boost leak oh shit that's not good I also found a uh, an oil hose clamp that we left on uh, undone as well so oh jeez that's fun did you get it fixed as best we could oh. at the time oh, uh, I'm probably gonna take it over to Dexter's on Sunday to double check a lot of things Word. don't blame you <sighs> and then yeah that's been pretty much it been read a little bit more in the eye of the world um, hell yeah how's that going it's great yeah. I've been enjoying every minute of it. Um, You're what, like 200 pages in roughly now, right? Yeah, about 230 pages. Fuck yeah. Been been a little slow because, well, dyslexia sucks. Um, <laughs> and so does ADD, but, right. you know, it happens. Uh, it's very Lord of the Rings-esque, but yeah. once you get past chapter 10, right. I would say is when it speeds up and becomes yeah, it a lot better. Would you, would you say it's as fun as a, as a midget on a baby oil slip and slide? Funner. Nope, but I, more I, fun. I imagine that Funner's would be Funner's not a fun. word. More fun. I find it more enjoyable. Do you know what my biggest pet peeve is? What's that? I have two really <laughs> massive pet peeves. I'm scared. The first one is when shit don't work right. Of course. And I'll give you a pr- 
prime example. It happened today. I about launched a four-pound sledgehammer across the shop. As you doing do. a set of brakes. There's some idiot bolts on brake rotors, as I'm sure you know, that like keep them attached. You don't yep. have to have them on there. Uh, they round it out. How they do that? Uh, just by being old, old and rusty wow. and shit. Yep. So I spent the next 20 minutes trying to use a punch to get it to spin, as is the next method of what you do, and then that wouldn't work, and it just gouged out all the metal that I could grip onto, and I about launched a sledgehammer across a shop. Stopped myself, got some nicotine, and we were good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't have but, any of the rounded bolt removers that you just hammer on the end of it and use It's not on. that kind of bolt. It was a Torx bit. Oh, Fun. God. Yep. Uh, but my even bigger pet peeve, this is especially so when like, people of uh, status start doing this, but like people who say, like, gooder yes. and funner. Why that's why like I said sister? funner, and then I go, wait, that's incorrect. More fun. Like, people uh, who don't understand the fucking language. Yeah. It's all right, though. It's okay, because we ironically say things like yes. uh, bussin' bussin' and sheesh, and sooner or later it will be unironic. Uh, like how yeet was ironic for a while. Oh, that was never ironic. Oh, it was ironic. It was Me and Taylor, me and, it was ironic for me and Taylor for a while. Nope. And that then was it was unironic. That was my favorite phrase for a while. <laughs> das yeeten. <laughs> das yeeten. <laughs> I hate it when they're... I wasn't around for that. Stalin and Graten got das eaten. It was something like... That came... I got that from a meme. It was a... It was an old picture. Like, from, like, 1943. Like, Russian front. Yep. Nazi Germany. Dude had a Stalin throwing, and Graten. Throwing a... Throwing a stick grenade. And in German it just said... Das eaten. This bitch empty. Das Yeet. <laughs> it's really fucking funny. <laughs> and this this motherfucker is like like actually yeeting. You ever you know like if you ever watching if you're ever watching someone pitch in baseball and they've got full on just total commitment. They're about to oh, yeah. throw that 100 mile an hour fastball and they just they're launching this fucker. That's what this guy looked like. It, all the effort, maximum effort, just as hard as he could. Well, I mean, have you ever seen a stick grenade go off? Uh, I have. It's kind of terrifying. I mean, I'd be eating the hell out of that motherfucker too. I don't want to blow it up near me. That saw reminds me of a time. Call like, of Duty finest hour. That reminds me of like a two month period, like three years ago. Don't demolition right? They did a couple videos with it. That really does remind me of a two month period, like three years ago, though. When you were working Uh-oh. at the gun store. Yeah. Yeah. I got tasked for like two months in trying to find a way to have frag grenades. Yep. Really? Yep. Did you you can have them, they just can't be live. We were trying to find them live. <laughs> of course you were. Because we had... Of course Jason and, was. And, like, and it was. And it wasn't like normal frag grenades. We were trying to find 40 millimeter rounds because Jason has a 40 millimeter just laying around. And we had a overabundance of a, a component to them that is usually not... S- like usually not allowed to be sold with them called right. ogives. They're basically the uh, centrifugal uh, arming timer. Right. And so we had a fuck ton of them. <laughs> so we were looking. We had, a, we had a fuck ton of ogives. We had a fuck ton of casings. All we needed was the actual shell. 
Yeah. And he just, find me some shells. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. As long as I get to shoot the bitch. Got you, boss. <laughs> he got clearance from the police and everything. I just couldn't find him. Damn. Bro, that That'd was... Been a, that'd been pretty Let me tell you, that was the most fun... I've ever had in my entire life was working at that store. Yeah, I guarantee it. I got paid 50 bucks and lunch a week. Yep. And I tell you what, I don't regret a single day of it. I mean, you literally, you made just enough money to go back and forth to work. I made Barely. No, no, I made exactly enough money. We calculated (laughs) every week how much gas I would need based on the gas prices. (laughs) And, and then he would buy me lunch every day. And then at some times, it'd be 3 p.m. in the afternoon, we'd go into his office and we'd just start drinking. Yep. Like, and, and he man, and then you would come and see and me. And then some days... And then you would come see me after work. Yep. <laughs> and then some days, that drinking would turn into, hey, I just got a new upper for my Mac-10. Y'all want to go see it? <laughs> it makes it shoot 22 long raffle. I got this suppressor and this Mac-10 and this conversion kit. Let's go test it. And we'd go in the back of the shop, and there there was a gunsmith, so we'd have a bullet bunker, which is a giant, it's a giant target that can handle up to like 338 Lapua or some Jeez. ridiculous cartridge. Yeah. yeah. But it's just full of like tire rubber scrap that we had to refill on like a, I don't know, a yearly basis because we'd shoot it so much for shits and giggles. Right. And so we took this Mac-10... That we just converted to 22LR. Suppressed. And I still have, like, video of this on my phone. And I think I'd been, like, drinking that day. And this just me, Phil, Jason, and Mike, and a cup, and a neck beard, and old Gary, before he had a stroke. Sorry, I didn't mean the way you hey. just said, I didn't mean to laugh, but the way you said that was just I love so, Gary. Gary so nonchalant. <laughs> I love Gary. Gary was never the same after he went all strokey. You can't do that! I just did, and it's funny. I love Gary to death. Gary was insane. God, I could tell stories about Gary. Uh, But anyway, we went in the back and just shot full auto for no reason, other than the fact that we wanted to. Well, that sounds like a fun time. Bro, we came back from a gun show where one of our people, or uh, one of the... We uh, sold some tables to this guy named Steven. Uh, rest his soul. Uh, we sold some. We sold like three of our tables to him because at uh, Greenville we'd have like sixteen tables. Damn. So we would have. You know how Greenville's set up? I'm sure you've been yeah. to the Greenville Gun Show. There's like at the front where the American flag is, like right as you get through. Mm-hmm. Our tables are that like. So you know you have this block and then aisles. Yes. And then this block. Yes. Ours was that whole entire first block to the left of the entrance. That whole entire first block of say, sixteen tables. Sixteen tables is a yeah. lot at the. Green and Bull so we Show. sold three of them. To this three of them to this guy, uh, Stephen Bird. One day, Stephen Bird comes back to the table with a five hundred Smith and Wesson Magnum. <laughs> Good old handbreaker. I want to one so bad. I don't know where he found one, but he's like, man, I paid six hundred bucks for it. I might he might keep it. You damn right. Five hundred. And he's like, expensive. man, I want to go shoot it. And so we get back to the shop, and we just so it happened to take a consignment lot of, like, ammo and stuff. And this this consignment lot had, like, original black talon 10mm. Like, the real hot stuff wow. that used to break uh, when the police were testing 10mm. Yes. That would break their guns. We had, like, 20 boxes of it. Like, 
20, 50 count boxes or something. And we just so happened to have a single box of 500. And I think we had like a small bit of another one that was just like some loose cartridges laying around. And so we each had like three or four shots. That is probably the manliest thing I've ever done. Because we did it single action, and it had a it has a very hair trigger. If you didn't know, if you've never handled one, the trigger is very light. We did it single action, one handed, in the back of the shop. Oh, I've never gotten a. Shoot and this on. was this happened this happened on the back of a story from like uh, it happened like North Carolina or Georgia, where someone had loaded up two. And the recoil went so hard that they squeezed the trigger and accidentally shot themselves in the head. Not kidding. Like, they had two. But did they die? They did. Oh. Very oh, if, much. If a 500 very much. weapon magnum hits you in the head, there is no head. Requies cotton pache? Yes, very much. But this, the story had went, like, he had loaded, he had got, like, two rounds to load, and he had fired the first one double action, and as the recoil came back, he gripped so hard that he squeezed the trigger and did a double action right to the head to himself. And so, like, we're just firing this shit one-handed single action in the back of the shop. Look, these were these were die? these were wild times. Okay, at, uh, I claim to be a man, but that I don't know if I would be brave enough. I won't even I won't in. even pack a pipe with my thumb. I have to use a tamp. No. Okay. Fuck okay. that. My dad did that the other night. He was just like, boop, boop, boop. And I'm like, nah, dude. Okay, that. so since I'm on this that. little bit of a roll, no. since I'm on this little bit of a roll real quick, we all know who John Moses Browning is. Yes. Yes. Fuck John Moses Browning. <laughs> okay. John is God. <laughs> this is the dichotomy of my soul. That's the dichotomy of man. Nope, this is the dichotomy of my soul. Okay. And I'll tell you why. John Moses Browning for all who do not know, is the inventor of tons of innovative weapon systems and firearms technologies. Uh, the 1911 is his entire brainchild, yep. that entire lineage. The tilting barrel that still gets used in most semi-auto handguns was designed by him. He designed the Winchester 1887, 1893-18... 86, 1873, 1892, 1894. We get it. Like, <laughs> this man has more patents for firearms technology than pretty much anyone else. He was a fucking idiot. Well, yeah. I you mean, know why? Nope. nope. You're going to tell me, though. Yep. <laughs> Alright. So in this shop, we also had a working Browning 1919. Why did I not know you three years ago? Uh, because you were a recluse. That's true. I mean, in my own defense, I didn't know my brother lived ten minutes down the road from me that's, until that's after true. we moved out of our respective apartments. That's true. So, so that's true. here's the thing. It's a working 1919. Um, it's on post-sample papers, so it can't be transferred to anybody. But it's for display purposes. But literally, it just sits at the front of the shop in like a in a uh, sand pit bunker. And it's a working 1919. Let me tell you... Tell me, Hank Hill. The problem that I had to deal with... So... Everything in that gun is brilliant. 90% 90 of the things in that gun are brilliant 
especially for when it was made. It was designed in like 19... 19? No, no, that's when it got <laughs> formal military adoption. Half of the design was like designed in 1911 or 1913 or something like that because it was originally the 1917 and the water-cooled version, but now it's the air-cooled. All right, so I was tasked because it hadn't been taken out in a while with head spacing, timing, and making sure this thing is in running order. So what do I do? Being a thorough guy, I go find like military manuals this thick for armorers, and I read them front to back, side to side, learn the ins and outs of this entire gun. I have this thing on lock. I've got go gauges. I've got everything I need to do. I get it perfectly in time. I don't shoot myself in the chest with the recoil spring, which is a common thing. <laughs> it's a real dumb design there. But I get it back together, get the back plate back on, lock it forward, and I try to rack it to double check and get the, uh, there's a, uh, there's a claw that grabs a cartridge, pulls it out of the belt, and then drops it down into the path of the barrel. The claw. So I try to rack it back to get that thing into place, and it doesn't budge. But I spend the next six hours of my life, number one, trying to figure out how to pull it back apart. Number two, trying to figure out why everything's in the right place and it won't function. Do you want to know what was wrong? Was it the three millimeter screw that was somewhere in the side? It was not. Okay. So <laughs> good guess though. <laughs> that gun is a thirty out six. You've both shot thirty out six. Actually, no. I have you never shot thirty out six. Oh, Ooh, it's I've shot yeah. a thirty thirty, but I've never shot a thirty out six. All right, imagine thirty thirty, except like two and a half times more like punch. That sounds like fun. It's a lot of fun. They're pretty cool, especially out of an M1 Garand. <clears throat> yeah, I've been looking That's for one of, for years. Nope, too expensive. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're like fourteen hundred dollars for a I bad one. I do not care. Yep, I won't want to. <laughs> Six, seven, eight, ping. Yes. Greatest thing ever. Yes. But so, being a thirty out six, very powerful cartridge. The locking surface for this gun to be in battery is a block, probably about I don't know, maybe three quarters of an inch wide, okay. about maybe a third of an inch thick. And it's kind of a square mm. on, e on the flat, the long face. Yeah. It only goes in, or it only works in one direction. You can put it in backwards. That's what she said. How do you... What? <laughs> Damn it. That made no fucking sense. Josh isn't here, so I have to be retarded for him. That's fair. <laughs> well, we can't say retarded. Wait, no, we're 23 minutes in. No one's listening anymore. Beep. <laughs> I censored us. There we go. But anyway, it's a locking block that floats up and down in a track that can go in backwards. Right. All he had to do was think, dumbass military man gonna put this in backwards. <laughs> And all he had to do was cut a channel in one side and extend a tab 
into it, and it couldn't go in wrong. But he didn't do that. But he didn't do that. <laughs> so I spent seven hours of my life... Trying to figure out what was wrong. Trying to figure out what was wrong. <laughs> when all you had to do was switch it. <laughs> when all I had to do was turn the locking block 180 degrees. And how did that make you feel? I about threw everything across the shop. Hmm. And that's like a 50-pound weapon, and I was angry. I was carrying it by the barrel like a club about to smash it. So would you say that it made you feel upset? In the spaghetti. Oh. Upsetty in the spaghetti, cool. Understood. Marshall Mathers would be proud. It so, wasn't Mom's Spaghetti. Did you see that he opened up a, re- a little to-go restaurant called Mom's Spaghetti? Eminem did. No, I did not know that. Yeah, it's a little, like, to-go spaghetti place, and it's like, called Mom's Spaghetti. Like Mr. Beast Burger and all that? Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised. And he was there on opening day, and he was, like, greeting fans and shit. I think that's rad. That is pretty cool, actually. No, so... Eminem's a fucking enigma. Bro, that man is a goon in every way. Yes, man. But so continue, while we're sorry. on uh, firearms, most fun gun that I have had the pleasure of shooting, and I recommend everybody shoot it at least once, fully automatic... MP5K chambered in 9mm. That's really, really good. That was so much fun. Of all the things I've had an opportunity and the pleasure of shooting, do you want to know what made me the giddiest? It's very simple. I swear, if you say something like a Modus, I'm going to be very upset. No, never. I've never got a chance to shoot a Modus. I swear, if I ever do, Unfortunately. I, I mean, I'd love to. But I'll pay five hundred dollars. Yeah, somebody bruh. has one. Let me know, bro. It's the cost of ammo. <laughs> no, I'm saying I will pay. Like fifty rounds is like five hundred dollars. Yes, right. Uh, but no. So the total price of this firearm was like six hundred bucks. That immediately puts me in Glock range. So that's all I'm thinking about. Nope, you'll never get it. It was a twenty-two bolt action rifle. I can see that. 22s right. are actually really fun to no, shoot. No, no, We're not done yet. <laughs> because this 22 bolt-action rifle had an NFA stamp that said, suppressed. <laughs> Have you ever shot a suppressed 22? No, but I've been around somebody that did, and you, there's literally nothing. When I tell but you... Wild. When I tell you it sounds like a stapler... <laughs> it does. If you're not standing right next to it, you just about won't hear it. So here's the thing. The only way to shoot something suppressed, movie quiet, is to shoot subsonic 22s. Yes. Yes. All right. We had a just a standard, like, $200 threaded barrel bolt action 22. We had some, like, 60 grain subsonic 22s and a little small suppressor. The suppressor was, like, 100 bucks. The NFA stamp was like two is like two hundred bucks, and the rifle's probably like two thirty, two forty, something like that. Super cheap setup. Right. Long wait time to get it. Of course. Like twelve months. However, happy. You load this subsonic twenty two into the chamber. You put it down and you pull the trigger. Yeah. And you all you hear is if you've ever dry fired a twenty two, that's the exact noise. Just a little bitty click. Tink. Yep. And then, if you're lucky enough to have a target on the other end of the range, you just hear something go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
Okay, good. No, no barking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like tink, smack, yeah, and you just. Bro, oh. it was such a surreal experience. <laughs> I cannot. You were like, oh, so this is how they do it in the game. In the and same movies. day. <laughs> hold on. On the same day. This was uh this was one of Neckbeard's personal guns. We had suppressed nine millimeters, we had suppressed forty fives, we had a shot, like a couple shotguns. We actually went out to the range that day to test an M16 that someone had bought offline and was like, hey, make sure it runs right. I just spent $32,000 on this rifle. Go make sure it runs right. I wish I had money to throw around. Jeez. I do too. Right. What the fuck? But literally spent like $30,000 on an M16. And he's like, go take it to the range. Make sure it works. When I picked this thing up and like, 15, 18 months. I want to make sure that this rifle is perfect. Yeah. And so that's $32,000. You're damn right. I want to make sure it's perfect. And so that's, that's what we were, uh, that's what we were doing. And he paid us like a thousand or so dollars for the transfer and everything because I mean, right. We were the only shop in the area that's allowed to handle NFA. Yeah. That's um, crazy. Machine guns. So we take it out and we probably dump four or five hundred rounds through right. the M16. And it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I thought I, I thought the day was good. And then we start breaking out just like random dinky shit like the suppressed <laughs> 22. <laughs> You're like, and to this good day, day, good day, to this day, every single time I think about that first trigger pull on that thing, I just get real giddy and happy and smiling. The elation just hits Yeah, you. it's just like, it was such a novel... Like, I could literally be sitting in downtown Greenville, right? <laughs> Snipe the hell out of someone. And like, just see a pigeon and be like... <laughs> and no one would fucking know. And then it just, they might <laughs> see a pigeon explode, <laughs> but they won't know! Alright. Bird. Can't, we can't give any details, but I know of someone who had a shop in a major city near us with a second floor balcony who would literally do that it's just in it was literally in That's the middle terrible. it was literally in the middle of the in the middle of the square of that city yeah. he was on the second floor balcony and they would just sit there chat drink beer and every time a pigeon would pop up he just That's awful bro <laughs> pigeons are invasive species man but that's, that's terrible. I'm not going to name names not going to say no. cities, not going to do anything but like it's that. It's that That's crazy. Fun. It's insane. If you ever have a chance, I encourage Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I would love yes. to. That'd be sick. Wow, that was like 30 minutes about guns. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird time. So now I'm going to tell my hunting story. All right. So today was opening day uh-huh. in, in our state. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was primitive for the first 10 days. So, so real quick, for those who don't know what primitive uh, is. That means uh, bows... <laughs> bows, crossbows, and muzzleloaders. Um, no semi-automatic Whoa. weapons. No. Whoa. What? Muzzleloaders are not primitive. They're technically considered they're, primitive. Yes, they're considered This is how I know weapons. the ATF's fucking stupid. I know. Stupid. It's technically considered primitive. Because this is how I know the ATF's stupid. Because it takes longer to load. So. Hey, you want to know something? You want to know something real it's, quick? It's like, my story time I know, now. But like, Bitch. You want to know something <laughs> real, real quick? You have 30 seconds. All right. So the Maxim machine gun is the first commercially viable machine gun, right? Yep. 
Did I didn't you? know that, but yep. Okay, so the Maxim gun is the one that was used in World War One. Got it. Okay. That everybody okay. knows about. Yes. Okay. A good fifteen or 20,000 of those guns mm-hmm. were made before January 1st, 1898. Oh. Do you want to know what that means? They're grandfathered. They're legally not considered guns. Yeah. <laughs> Does this mean I could possibly find one and actually own it? You yes. can own one as a felon. Yeah, because they're not considered. They're not guns. Yeah. By legal definition in the United States of America, they are not firearms. Because they were made before a certain time. Really Anything made before 1898 is not a gun. Yep. Does not matter. Semi-automatic, fully automatic, anything. Not a gun. You were treading on some mighty thin ice, my friend, by banging on this table so much. Them dogs are going to get fucking wild in a minute here. <laughs> so anyway, back to my hunting story. So it's primitive. So we get out in the tree about 6.45. Um, we run a little bit late. There was a fucking horse in the road. There was three horses in the road this morning when I was on my way. So like no I had riders? to. No, they were just horses. In the road. And this dude was, like, getting him out of the road, so I just kind of let him do it his you thing. You know you live in the South when random livestock are just two horses, dog. I mean, yeah. One of them was just lying on the side of the road, and the other two were just sitting there. And I'm like, it all was, right. It was dead. No, they were, it was very much so alive. It was sitting up looking around. Like, Broken he was, leg. No, no, he was fine. Because he stood up. The dude walked over and was like, come on. And he jumped up real quick, and he let him back into the fence. And I was like, I'm going to let him do what he's doing. Go on, King Ranch. Go on, King Ranch. I it's mean, fine. There was, there, there was one night when I was coming home from here that I just almost hit a cow. Cows. <laughs> I was about to say cows. Man, you know how many times I've gotten close to hitting a cow where I live? Well, your house is literally all cow fields, Brody. Like, everything around your house is a cow field. It's a cow farm. Formally. We're going to have cows out front. <laughs> but, uh, so, I get up in the tree, and, um... I, I didn't sleep very well last night, but that's fine because I was so anxious and giddy. I was like, hey, first day of season, woo. So I get up. I go down there after the parade of horses was in front of me for some reason. Um, and we get everything set up. And I get out in the tree about 7 o'clock. Um, I'm up there. And I didn't see anything. I saw a squirrel uh, jump and miss a branch. That was fun. He just fell. <laughs> and as soon as he hit the ground, he barked, jumped up, and then ran away. Um, I saw some birds fighting over some acorns and shit. Like, it was cool. Like, you know, it was it was just pretty peaceful. Nature. Yeah, shit. nature. Um, like, acorns were dropping everywhere. So, like, every time one would drop, I'd be like, what's that? And I'd look around, and it wasn't nothing. But so I'm sitting there, and then about I, – I stand up because I was, like, in this – how far – how big would you say that middle one is? Uh, probably, like, it's four probably by about, six I foot tall. <laughs> I think it's a four by four square. Yeah, it's yeah. about six feet tall. Yeah. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm getting cramped. I'm gonna stand up. So I stood up for a minute. Crossbow is cocked, loaded, ready to go. Like all I have to do is flick the safety off, just in case. Did you so, shoot yourself in the foot? No. Okay. Thank God. So I stood up, and I'm stretching my legs, and my dad goes over the walkie-talkie, and he's just like, "Hey, um, you know." They're, they're probably going to start walking. It was about 10.30 at this point. He's like, they're probably going to start moving around here soon because it's about lunchtime. So, you know, be be ready. And I was like, okay, cool. About five minutes later, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, there's nothing. And then I heard something to my right. So I kind of looked over and I couldn't see anything because we got this like black uh, 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 like fabric 
to cover it so you can't be seen. Actually, and, headliner at work. Yeah, from work. was it? Oh, yeah, sick. it's actually the okay. exact same fabric. So I'm like looking around and I can't see anything, and then I kind of lean out the front window a little bit and I see um, uh, the head of a doe just sitting there, and I was like, oh. So I lean back and I sit down real quick and I'm going to pull up my crossbow and one of the arrows gets hung on the side of the fabric. So I'm like, oh shit. So I reach down and kind of like calmly push it. And when I look up, this doe is standing right in the middle of the food plot, broadside to me, just staring daggers into my fucking soul. And I'm like, so I just sat there and me and her have a stare down for a solid two minutes, I swear. And every single time I'm like, centimeter inching this thing up to my shoulder trying to get it up into the window and a little button buck comes out stops for like two seconds takes a bite and then runs off into the woods another doe comes up stops for like a second runs into the woods but this other doe just stood there and stared at me and i'm like if you will look down for two seconds (laughs) she never looked away from me though she was just staring Ears would flop, ears would flop, and I'm not making any sound. I'm barely moving, barely moving, inch, 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 inch. And as soon as I get it up to my shoulder, I (laughs) lean my head down to the scope, and she goes, shoot, and shoots off. I drop my head and just sat in shame for the last hour and a half I was there. I almost bagged a deer on opening day. It's three hours in the stand. But she stared at me, all because I got an arrow hooked from the quiver on the side of the fucking fabric. So after that, I figured out how to get the quiver off, set it to the side, and I was like, well, that won't happen again. So tomorrow morning, I'm taking that quiver off the moment my ass gets in that stand, and I'm ready. And the great thing about the hook, because I know the stand you were in, mm-hmm. uh, you can hang it by the little foot. I sure can. Foot thing. I sure can. I'm, I'm going to be ready tomorrow. So... My question is, why even take a quiver? What you mean? I have three arrows in case I miss. Or in case I see multiple. If I hit one, and then... Because, I mean, I'm not just going to immediately get down if I if I get one. I'm going to wait a couple more hours to see if anything else comes. And then, you know, probably not. But I did better this year so far already than I did all of last year. All season last year, I didn't see shit. Dad got like four things when I was with him. Never saw anything. I went this year, and the very first day I see three thing, three deer, and one of them is easily bag worthy. She was an easy 180, 200 pounds. Have you ever thought about farting downwind? I didn't fart at all. I held that shit for a long time. My stomach hurt like a mug when I got out. I had to go take the biggest shit of my life. You were better than me, man. If I got a fart and I'm in the stand, I'm letting that something just roll. Well, I'm in that little box. I'm not in the in the stand. So if I was up 30 feet in the air and I fart, well, fuck it. That shit goes in the wind. Yeah. But if I'm in that box, I'm trapped with it. No, the yeah, right sure. side of the fabric moves. Yeah, and it I moves. I make sure not to oh, it. Oh, also, Brody, guess what I did? I climbed up in the stand, right? And it was hot this morning. I was sweating. It actually was. So when I got up in the stand, I'm already sweating. I sat down, and I'm getting situated. And then my left foot kicks something at my foot. And I hear, hitting on the ground. And I look down, and it's my water bottle. So I have to climb back down to get my water bottle. Which water bottle do you have? The big gourd? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to fill it up tomorrow morning, though, because I ran out of water before we we left. That thing would have made a hell of a racket if it hit the ground. This water bottle, it was just a little, like, 20-ounce deer park. But, like, I had to climb all the way down to get my fucking water. Deer park. But then, yeah, that's what was funny, too. I was just like, I should leave it there. Maybe it'll fill at home. Well, then, 
Dad gets out of the woods because it started getting hot, so he calls me on the radio, and he's just like, dude, I'm getting down. It's hot. It's hot. The sun's beating down on me. He gets down, and he walks up, and I was like, yeah, I kicked my fucking water out of the stand, and he goes, damn, that's funny because I left my gun at the bottom of the tree when I climbed up. So he climbs up this tree, gets like 20, 25 feet in the air, and then he's looking around, and he goes, yo, where's my fucking gun? He looks down, and it's just leaned up against the tree, and he's like, Oh, son of a bitch. So he has to climb back down, and he was using a climber stand. I was just in a box stand today because I was like, fuck it, I'm not climbing a tree. I'm going to just walk up in this stand and just sit here and chill. Bad mistake. Tree stands are much more comfortable than ladder stands. But Dad climbed all the way down, got his gun, and then climbed back up. And he's like, the muzzleloader doesn't have a strap, so I had to kind of like hold that thing in a weird way. And every time I would lift, I would hold it while I lifted my feet, and I was like, Damn, and he goes, I was sweating like a bitch. (laughs) I'll never forget. The first time I used a climber stand, I had just bought my 270, and uh, (laughs) I didn't have a strap on it, so I I feel the pain on him. Then you have shot 30-06. 270 is just neck down 30-06 to 270 instead of 30 caliber. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. It's basically the same cartridge. Just moving faster. Yeah, I was about to say it's uh, well, slightly I, different I'm, in like. I've the technically mechanism. never shot an actual thirty out six. But you've basically shot thirty out six. Are you sure? Because that two seventy doesn't kick like at all. That might be because you have good technique, or the rifle's heavier than most. Your rifle is pretty heavy. Yeah, it's not as heavy as your two forty three. That's something just heavy as hell. My savage. Bro, that's just no, no, light. no, the other one with the pull barrel on it. Oh, yeah, no, that, that, that bitch, bitch heavy. heavy. <laughs> Bro, this year you that shouldn't even heavy. worry about the 243 or anything. Just take the just take the 223. See, okay, so I thought about it. Bro, I thought about it. You, but, but, but it would kick in, and I would be like, <laughs> semi-auto, and I would shoot like everything. I would shoot squirrels and they would explode, and I don't want to do that <laughs> because squirrels piss me off. Just take they the, will land on my stand. Just take the five round mag, and I'll just sit there. He doesn't have a five round. I mag. won't move. Don't you I don't have, have a ten? I have a twenty. All mines are twenty. I say, and then all mine but are thirty. But I will so. sit there. We'll and go pick you up a. I'll, I'll sit there. A five or a ten. It's fine. I'll sit there and lean against the tree, right? And I'm like leaning back, and then a squirrel will drop on my stand, and he'll just look at me, and I'm not moving. All my, only thing moving is my eyes, and he's like turning his head, turning his head, and then I'll just jump at him, and they'll, and then jump off the stand, and then they'll hit the ground and just take off running. I'm I'm pretty sure that squirrels are like mechanical beings. No, no, no. No, they no, have no. to be. I swear. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I was actually about to make this comment. Oh, squirrels cannot die from their terminal velocity. Nope. How you figure? The physics make it just impossible. Like, the terminal velocity never reaches over what, like... It doesn't matter. They can survive the G-forces of just hitting the ground from terminal velocity. How? Because the way they're just... The, just the their body? They're, they're yeah. fucking rats. So they're actually just built different. Yes. Yeah. You can just throw one out of a plane at 35,000 feet and they survive <laughs> when they hit the ground. That's fucking terrifying. Bro, squirrels can survive. That's. They could probably survive a nuke. No, no, they can't. I bet they could. They get flashed in an instant. Uh I but, bet I bet we'd have irradiated irradiated ira, bro stroke irradiated irradiated squirrels. However, however, we could load squirrels up into a bomber bay. And I'm gonna stop you right there, because <laughs> I'm thinking of the squirrel <laughs> magic deck, and I'm just like, we could call the whole plane squirrel deck, <laughs> and just drop the squirrels, crunk. <laughs> oh, okay, no, hits no. the button. No, no. 
you're you're not hearing me out. Squirrel bomber we, run. We can have squirrel bombers. Carpet bombs. With and all we have on them is a little vest with a <laughs> with a uh, <laughs> with a two part chemical that makes a hypergolic solution that uh. <laughs> Whenever they hit the ground, they're now just flaming squirrels, and they're scattering everywhere. <laughs> and they're that's, climbing in trees and houses. Terrifying. That makes me and think everything's burning to the ground. That's terrifying. That makes me think of the bat bomb they tried to make in Vietnam. Yeah, you know why they didn't do it? Because it worked so well, they burnt down half a military base. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I mean, you can't control a bat. They also tried to put a cat inside of a guided bomb. In World War II, they tried to have a cat inside of a guided bomb. Of course they did. They tried to train it to, like, hit some pads with its paws to guide it through the air to hit, like, ships and shit. So so when Konami put the dog ending in, in, in Silent Hill 2, they really weren't that far off, is what you're telling me. No. <laughs> Oh shit! Bro, there's been some weird weapons of war. There, yes. Oh lord. Yes. Yes, there has been. So. I mean, the Russians literally tried to use dog bombs, but what they found out is when the dogs got scared, they'd run back to the back yep. to their masters. Yeah. And so they blew up hundreds of their own tanks. So spe- speaking of apocalyptic situations, because I'm sorry, a, a plane full of flaming squirrels would be apocalyptic. <laughs> oh yes, um, it would. I uh, started, of course, you know, uh, on September 26th is uh, Last of Us Day or Outbreak Day, and uh, I started playing Last of Us again because you know, fuck you, I love it. Let me love things. Don't be mean. Let me have my moment. Shut up. So, Freddy rolled his eyes at me, and I don't appreciate it. Just you, yeah, you pray and let me do my thing. Dear our Lord and Savior Joel, why'd you have to die and leave us alone? Fucking spoilers. <laughs> anyway, so I'm playing through the first one again, um, and I'm, I'll probably beat it tomorrow. That insufferable bitch. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because, like, I'm, I'm sitting here, and I... Uh, Is Last of Us on PC? No, only PlayStation. Yep, PlayStation. Okay, I'm gonna, need, I'm gonna need some, like, mod motherfucker to port it over to PC very shittily so we can play it with mods and we can make Joel I don't even know if I want you to continue this so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cut through and tell my story the the Oakley Doakley guy from the Simpsons no Oakley Doakley (laughs) and Ellie can be Bart or Lisa she's a girl and anyway so but it's funny because so when Joel leaves his apartment in the first game like at the beginning of the game after the little 20 year time skip so Joel leaves his apartment and there's these two characters outside talking by a dumpster and one of them is voiced by Laura Bailey Laura Bailey voiced Abby in the second game so I'm walking by and I suddenly catch this and she's like, yeah, I got stationed out for outside duty. I'm going outside of the walls. Can you fucking believe that? And I just stop my character and slowly turn around and I'm sitting there talking by myself and I'm like, I can end this whole thing right now. I could save everyone. <laughs> everyone I've ever loved and cared about can be saved right now if I just go kill this woman right here. But but then um she ends up being shot later, so that was not her. It was just the same voice actor. But 
And uh, it's funny because this is like my eighth or ninth time playing through this game. Can't so, save your original daughter. I uh, damn. Ouch. You need to stop attacking me. Anyway, um, but it's also uh, quite interesting that, like I said, this is like my eighth or ninth playthrough of this game, and I still cry at certain points like a blubbering bitch of a boy. Like, the giraffe scene makes me absolutely fucking just boohoo like a baby. Oh, yeah. Every time. Oh. I can't help it. It's too sweet and too pure. And I'm at the very, very end of the game, and then I'm ready to start the second one again. Anyway... You've had a lot of turns. Matt gets a turn to talk now. <laughs> Crying is your superpower. Fuck you. Matt, you been playing anything or watching anything new lately? Well, I did just start another playthrough of Borderlands 3. Fuck yeah. Finally getting to actually play online. And uh, you know what? Fuck Sony. Um, so I had... Fuck yeah, another anti-Sony. <laughs> Even though I so just shilled for the last of us. I, I bought Borderlands 3 before I had my Xbox. Right. Yep. And uh, brought it down to my brother's house. You know, I was excited. I was going to get to play Borderlands 3 with my buddies for the first time the ever. And uh, yeah, it turns out Sony will not allow crossplay. So, so for all who do not know, Borderlands 3, uh, within the last, like, I think nine months or ten months, has gained full crossplay compatibility with every platform it's own except, except PlayStation. And they wonder why Xbox is catching up and overtaking them. Yeah, so Sony, if you're Xbox hearing this, quit being a bitch. Yeah, so anyway, I had to take my, X, or my Xbox down to a different buddy of mine's house. Shout out Callahan, yeah. woo Shout out to Callahan and Rachel, love you guys. Uh, had to take it down there, buy it again. So now I own two copies. Like every good fan should. God bless America. Why I had to jump through all the motherfucking many... hoops I did, I'll never understand. Do you know how many copies of Borderlands games I own? Oh, I mean, I've owned multiple of Borderlands 2, so... Alright. I own the original. Yep. I own yep. two. Yep. I'm talking about, like, on the Xbox 360. So, yep. original, yes. two, two pre-sequel. pre-sequel. Yes. And then I own... Handsome Collection. Did not yep. have the Handsome Hold Collection. Hold on. We're not done yet. <laughs> Xbox One. Two, yeah. pre-sequel, Handsome Collection. Handsome Re- Collection was only on Xbox One. It was not on 360. Yes. Okay. But they did release the 360 versions on Xbox One. Yep. So I bought those again, too, because I, still, I just didn't want to have discs. Yep. Then one remastered. One remastered. Yep, same. Then three. Then three. And I've already spent the $90 on the big version of Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Fuck yeah. There's a lot of Borderlands. I'd say, besides uh, Borderlands, have I been playing anything else? I am Borderlands. <laughs> you and Taylor. <laughs> I mean, I've been nice. playing a little, bit of, a little bit of Skyrim just because it's a nice little shut-your-brain-off game and just... That was a very, very South Alabama way of saying Skyrim. Skyrim? You want to get some Skyrim? That sounds like you're getting rimmed at 35,000 feet. Brody? Brody. I'm getting rimmed on a plane. Yeah. Get hit by a truck. (gasps) Get isekai'd? Truck again! This is the first mentioning of anime in this entire episode. Okay, so speaking of anime... Me and Brody need to have a discussion for Tokyo Revengers, so we are going to ask Matthew 
to step out for a minute because he has Get not watched it. Get the fuck out. And we don't want to spoil it. And there will also be timestamps in the description of when the actual discussion starts and stops so that if you are sensitive to spoilers for this show, you can step out. Don't be a bitch. I have a feeling I'm going to be missing for about an hour. No, no, no. It won't be that long, I promise. Bullshit. It's okay. All right. So if you're sensitive to spoilers, leave now. This is your final warning. So Tokyo Revengers. Now that you have been forewarned... (laughs) So, Tokyo Revengers. What the fuck? We have finished season one. What the fuck? And I'm not okay. <laughs> How are you okay? Um, because uh, I had a week to process it before you got a hold of it. So, when you... That's why I remember when I told you it's great, but, um... Oh. <laughs> Chifuyu? Yes. <laughs> Takamichi-kun? <laughs> your, your top brass? <laughs> Nike-kun? <laughs> where, where are you? And Draken's executed? And, like, basically everything that happened already happened. Oh, but yeah, like, man. Uh, uh, know, Dra- Draken was executed, like, oh, He's no. like, oh, okay. Um, And then Shifuyu's just like, yeah, boss, you, so I'm you trying know to, that. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to th- I'm trying to speak about this without the next seven chapters in mind. Right. Um, so answer me one question. So here is my question with my... I've, I've only read... I, I've not read anything. Um, I have watched the anime. I would read ahead while the anime was still airing, but then I just watched it. Um, so, of course, we know that Takamichi goes back in time because when he dies, I figure that's how it works. Does it restart him back at, like, the first day? Or where is his, like, checkpoint, so to speak? Just answer me that. When does he wake up? I can't. Why? That's all I want to know. I don't care if it's a spoiler. He doesn't. Really? So, I don't know how. Yeah. But Kisaki did not kill him. Huh. He was saved in some way by someone you know. If you want me to say the name, yes. I will. Just say it. Kazutora. So Kazutora made it out, I guess. Because well, he's of it's course he's out of prison. Years in the yeah, he's out of prison now. Oh, oh no! So Shifuyu is still dead. In the future. <laughs> so okay. Well, okay. So now. Right, so but I now have, he has a plan. So I have he can to give you back. after the blackout. So yes. You understand. Yes. Yes. Please. Because I think that the show should have ended after the blackout. Also, like the mid-season finale. Happened. Yeah. Where are you? Um. Where are you re- reading? I uh, just typed in read Tokyo Revengers on Google. Okay, because like Tokyo Revengers Manga dot com or some dumb okay. shit. Okay, you know how they get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they have not released a physical manga in the West. Period. Really? Yes. Because so, I was gonna try to go ahead and collect all of it. Like I was just like, nah, I don't want to wait anymore. So you know we're two hundred twenty-five chapters in, right? Yes. And this is the final arc. Yep, it is in the final arc of the so, manga now, which is good because so that season means one no filler, season, and it releases weekly. Season one ends on chapter 74. I was about to say, like, 74 or 75, something like that. literally 74. Okay, cool. Um, so, I don't know what the, what the circumstances that led to this are, because there's some blackout moment, you know, he gets shot in the leg, passes out from pain. There's another gunshot, I have no idea where that gunshot came from. Right. Uh, Kisaki has that weird moment, like, 
my hero yeah. with tears in his eyes. Right. I have no idea and what that's like about. it's kind of like Akun when Akun was just like our crybaby hero, and he says the same thing. See, Zack thinks that he can time travel also. Zack thinks that Kiseki can, uh, Kiseki Teta can, can time travel also, but we only think he can time travel once. So we think that he went back in time because you know if you notice in the early parts of the first season, you see him when he's young. He's got a shaved head. He's got a scar and all that. But then the next time you see him, he's got like faux hawk and he looks a lot different. So I think and 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 I mean Zach was the one that said this first. So kudos to Zach. Um, he thinks that he went back and he could time travel also, and he only can go back one time though because he never found his catalyst. Because, you know, Takamichi found his catalyst almost immediately, accidentally, but right. he did. So what if Kaseki Teta can also time travel, but he hasn't so, found his ta- catalyst? So here's the thing. I think that'd be rad. All right, so here's the thing. <laughs> so he comes back to the future right. as the boss. Yes. After, unfortunately, Bajikun passing away. <laughs> Bajikun. Um, basically says, uh, don't die, Katsutora. Yep. Also, don't kill yourself. Stuff also, like yeah. from Mikey, you're still a member you're, of Tolman. Yeah, you're welcome I back. I forgive you. Yep. Big, big, big moment. Big, big moment. Oh, yes. Big moment. Especially after everything with Baji and all she that. She flew you at the grave Best of Baji. Uh, he saves the ramen. The yakisoba. <laughs> right? <laughs> and shows her a little bit of a backstory. Yep. I'm like, oh. I was just like, oh, God. And then... Takamichi becoming first captain. Yep. And that's fucking cool. That's yep. cool. If it would have ended there... I would have been perfectly okay. I'd have been okay. But honestly, they could not have picked a better cliffhanger to end season one on, though. No. They really couldn't. And even though it's upsetting, it's... Very upsetting. It's It was perfect. so upsetting it made me go read manga. <laughs> and you hate manga. <laughs> I hate reading. But... If it's not Nagatoro... <laughs> I don't know. I'm addicted to that shit. <laughs> we know. Bro, they went on a date. Aww. Yep. And so there's two parties yeah. that are vying for them. There's Nagatoro's bitchy friends. And then, like, I'm sure you've seen the uh, art club president. Yeah. The art club president and her younger sister is, like, trying to keep the bitchy friends out of things. And ah. so they're having a war. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> that's and so, like, <laughs> the entire time they're on their date, Nagatoro's just like, so for your practice date, yada, 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 yada. <laughs> and, like, scoring him. And they get to the end, and they're on a beach, and they're standing in front of each other. And she's like, so this is kind of the end of our practice date. Let me give you your score. Yada, 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 yada. You got 50 out of 1,000. It's pretty shit for your first date. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asks the all-important question. So, Nagator, was this a practice date for you? And she said, no, it's an actual date. And then he says, well, it wasn't a practice date for me either. And then she goes, well, there's only two paths from here. A, we can hug. A, hugging. B, kissing. And he's like, kissing's a little far at first. Let's go with a hug. And they're going for it. And then the four people show up, and they're like almost like Egyptian walking on the beach behind them, and it ruins the moment. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I and that's chapter cock-blocks. ninety. <laughs> the worst of cockblocks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, no, just give me this. 
bro, it's gonna be an entire series of this shit until the final fucking chapter. Yep. That's how rom-coms go, and you love it. <laughs> it hurts, but back on Tokyo. Back on so, Tokyo um, so let me let me tell you. Yes, what, let yes. Me tell you continue. The, sorry. So obviously, since the show show is not over, Takamichi survives somehow. Absolutely, he has to continue going. Right. So, an interesting point is brought up before he goes back this time, and it's in every single future you come back to. Hina keeps dying. Yes. Why see, is that? See, we didn't see Hina in that set in that new flashback or in the no. new flash forward because we we never saw her in this most recent like flash forward. We didn't see her in that future yeah, scene. Yeah, that's because it's after Bloody Halloween. She's already dead. She keeps dying on August tenth. Because it's always the same day. Yeah. And it's always it's always the same day. Yeah, it's always basically the same thing, right, roughly. So, so so hear me out. All right, so. Should I get out the little chalk, the, the, the caulk board with Charlie Day? Possibly. <laughs> we definitely should. Oh, he forgot his drinks. <laughs> get out! This ain't for you! Now we're going to leave that in. Fuck it. <laughs> okay, so. We see Takamichi fucking distraught, crying. Right, of dead, course. Because he just watched Chifuyu get his head blown off. Yep. Actually bite the bullet. Yep. And then get shot in the leg. And then see his mortal enemy crying about being my hero. Yeah. So, we get in the car with Kazutora. Right. We stop in an alleyway and Kazutora's like, there's someone down that alleyway that, uh, that, that wants to meet you. Or needs to meet up with you. Is it Mikey again? Nagato. Oh, Nato. Okay. Nato. Okay. Oh, and shit. And his first words out of his mouth is, Takamichi, at this point you are placed under arrest. Oh, he doesn't know him in this one. He never met him in this yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, shit, because he's in the gang. Because... Oh, fuck. Yeah. However, somehow... He shakes Naoto. <laughs> no, no. Somehow, Naoto remembers what's going on. Because Naoto has to, because he saved him. That's still canon in that timeline that he saved him from the train. Yes. Because that still had to happen. Yes. Well, I don't know if that still had to happen, because I couldn't no, wouldn't push him in front of it, because he's the... Fuck. <laughs> so. How does this show do, and this manga do time travel so fucking well? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> oh. They're having a conversation. Yeah. Chifuyu kept all of his evidence. Yes. Because Chifuyu was going to rat out Kasaki. Yep. Yeah. So, Kazutora only came to pick up Chifuyu. He fucking hates Takamichi. Oh, because... Because Takamichi has become corrupt in the future. Oh, okay. And as he came back to his senses is when he starts remembering what he's supposed to be doing. Right. So... Takamichi oh, is the one who ordered the hit on Hina. But why? <laughs> oh because Kasaki basically tricked him into doing it. Yeah. He's like, I don't. You don't need to know who it is. Yeah. Here's where they'll they be. They just need to be gone. They just need to be gone. So he sent Akun to go do it. So it's. Oh. Poor Akun, man. Akun needs a break and a hug. He just wants to be in his little stylist style salon Bro. and do her 
<sighs> Bro, when I tell you... Akuna's best boy? That they're showing Takamichi this on video that yeah. Chifuyu had taken secretly as the fucking rat for the cops inside of Toman. Takamichi breaks down, hates himself, gives up. Yeah, of course. And then Naoto's like, you can't fucking give up. You saved me. You yeah, can save you her. You have one more chance before they get here to take you away to the descent detention center. Right. It's going to get harder to see each other after this, but Takamichi's in jail. But his mind's in the past now. Right. Oh. So that's probably going to be all of episode one as soon as season two starts. Bro, <laughs> I read that shit while so on hold <laughs> with someone. They answer I've back, ne- hello, and you're like, oh, oh hi. <laughs> I've never been not okay on the phone at work, Jeez. and I was not okay. Yeah, that's crazy. And I honestly, like, okay, so like I said, me, me and Zach were talking about it at work, and we were like, you know, and I thought that it would be cool because he, he said that he was afraid that, because obviously... We've never seen him die a second time, only that very first time in episode one. So we're like, okay, if he dies, will he reset to that day in 2005 again? Or will he reset to a different checkpoint, kind of like ReZero style thing? And I'm like, no, I think he would reset to that. And then Zach was like, if that's how it goes, I'm not going to watch the show anymore. And I was like, well, see, that's, that's wrong because with all the information that he knows now... What if he goes back and stops Bloody Halloween from even happening? What if he stops Draken from ever getting stabbed even before all that happens? And he becomes, like, you know, Commander 1 immediately. But now that you've told me that, of course, that's completely different. But that I think that's really cool. I like the way that they did that even better, honestly. Like, that's super cool. And I love the fact that he's technically the bad guy in that future scenario and didn't even know it. Because I always like the fact that I they keep... I find it funny... Ever I like the fact that they keep him whenever he zooms back, whenever he like pops back in his head, he's it's always the same old Takamichi, but every single time he does he goes back, people treat him differently. They're like, Why are you acting so weird? And like he never he never catches it. Like how Hina's just like, Why are you always so rude to me? And then out of nowhere you just start being nice to me again when he was a kid. And I'm just like what if Takamichi's the actual bad guy? And he doesn't even know it. So here's my thing. I don't understand why Takamichi would even want to go back to the future. I don't either. I would just stay there and live out that life. I don't understand it. And then just make Like, make you understand that, what's going to happen. Right, yeah. So you can already start taking the steps Exactly. Exactly. Like, just stay there. Just stay by Hina the entire time. Make sure Mikey and Draken stay good. He's first division captain now in the past. Bro, the only knows people to ever stop, like, the only person to really ever stop Mikey and Draken from fighting each other Him. is Takamichi. And it's funny because the entire first season, he doubts himself way more than everybody else does. And, like, at the end of it, even Baji is just like, hey, you're the only people that can protect Toman. Like, you're it. You're all of it. The hardest question I ever saw, I, I read in this was he was having his conversation with Kazatora. Mm-hmm. This is in the car? Like, like this after is, the... This is after. Okay, after the blackout. He's having the conversation with Kazatora, and Kazatora's like, is this the Toman that Baji wanted you to protect? 
upsetty and all the spaghetti. Bro. <laughs> when I tell you I was not okay. He goes. Okay. <laughs> Bro. Damn. But now he's back in time and that's where I stopped reading. Alright, but I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to pick up the manga then. Bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be done with it probably yeah. by like I'm gonna have the to pick up the month. manga. Yeah, because I was reading the manga for a little while and I was like, nah, I'm just gonna keep watching season one. When season one ends, if it ends like in a cliffhanger way where I really want to read on, I'll read on. But like, as soon as it ended, I was like, damn, it ended in such a good way. I kind of want to just wait. But like, I already read Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm caught up with it. I'm caught up with like everything else that's airing. I might as well go ahead and read it too. <laughs> Bro. I'm excited. It's, it's something wild. It's wild, dude. I'm so happy that it's so high. Like ours, we're we're they're in the same spots for each other now. I love it. Really? Yeah. That's we both crazy. Moved them up to three after the finale. No, mine was already there. Oh yeah, mine right. was there at like episode fourteen or fifteen, like during or during the middle of Bloody Halloween. I was like, this show is something special. So, but now that I like now that I know that it's you know already taking a different path, like it's it's this series is special. And that's why I kept saying it. That's the best show that was airing currently while it was airing, in my opinion. That was the best season airing on, on television, 100%. I think it's sad that Revengers aired in the same in the same season as To Your Eternity. I haven't finished To Your Eternity either yet. Right. I need to. I need to watch it. I haven't yet. Yeah, I need to watch it. But you remember, it was still pretty high on my list. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's... I think To Your Eternity is going to be forgotten about because of because Tokyo of Revengers. how good Revengers is. Right. Because like and, and people and it's it's a testament to how good the story is because some of the animation was a little wonky because the show didn't have all the funding. But like it has a very unique art style. It has a very unique style. Like the faces. Yeah. I love the art style. And I mean like I mean, we've talked about it before. I relate to this story in a very hardcore way. But like oh man, it's special. So it's special. Are we done with spoilers? Can we bring Matt back? Or we got... I mean... There was something else. Oh, when fucking... Mikey brings out Hanma? Oh, shit, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, when he's just like, this is Hanma, and Hanma's just... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, and he's just like, yeah, we're gonna I... be absorbed... We're gonna be absorbed into Tolman. We're just like... But why? I can't And we wait. know Kaseki's the bad guy. We know it because he said it so many times. And then afterwards, he's just like, yeah, it's fine. It's just how I plan. I'm like, mm, stop that. And then as soon as it flashes forward and you see Hanma sitting there and he's just like, why is everybody fighting? And I love how, like, um, Payun and all them are just like, and he's like, yo, everybody's still here. And he's just like, hey, all you fucking newbies, quit acting that way. I'll beat the shit out of you. And they're like, who were those? And then Shifuyu's like, "That's the dragons. You didn't know that. You, they were. You were here when they were brought in." And he's like, "Oh shit." Uh huh. <laughs> and Han was just like, "Can we please be calm?" And I'm like, "Why did you calm down? What? <laughs> what happened to Sin so, and Punish?" <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I think I spoiled something for myself yeah. on accident because I was trying to find like a. Like a giguk or a bonsai pop or something. Right. Someone talking about it. Right. Because I wanted to like kind of get a refresher. The masked man did it really. Did two really good videos. If you've never watched him. So, <clears throat> I found one on accident that was like all deaths up to oh, this point shit. in the manga. Yeah. 
Yikes. And Hanma's face was on it. Oh, God. Fucking terrified. Really? I don't know what's gonna happen oh, there, but Hanma ain't gonna survive. <laughs> well, I'm excited to see it happen then. I can't wait to watch Downfall. Like, I love him as a character. Yeah, I Han- find him Hanma's great, dude. As when a he's on screen, it's I like hate him. when he it's when he's on screen, it's like watching the Joker on screen. How you're just like, I cannot look away. This man is the Actually downfall insane. of everyone, but I can't. He's so cool. He he Bro. demands the screen. When he just shows Baji up. fucking studying. Yes. And he's like, if I don't study real hard and get held back another year, I'll make my mama cry. <laughs> and then, and and then, then after school, he's beating the shit out of boom. him. And then he just... I'm first division captain of, of the Tokyo Manji Tokyo Manji gang. And then Shifuyu's like... Oh. <laughs> and he's like... But You're my then, friend now. We're cool. And I'm just like, yo, Kaji's the best. And then that, and then that moment, and then that so moment sweet. when like, it's in Chifuyu's head, and it's like, it was that moment that I decided that I found someone I wanted to follow. And then it instantly goes to we name fucking Takamichi as first captain. Yep. I want to follow you. Yep. I, oh. Huh. And then now to know that Takamichi let him down. <laughs> Talk if of, there's ever been a show, Tucker Richard, let my board down. If there's ever been a show that I want to actually have a happy ending, or that deserves a happy ending, it's this show. Yes. I hope that at the end of it, whatever 280 chapters, however long it takes to wrap up, when it gets to chapter 280, uh, 300, whatever, I hope that every single one of them are still alive. And Except him. Baji could. No, I hope Baji's still alive. I hope they go back and save Baji somehow. Or if Baji's not there, then they all take a group like division captain picture at Baji's grave. And Hina's there, and everybody's there, and even Naoto's there, because Naoto's the homie with the gang, and he keeps people okay, and they're cool, and like he and doesn't Emma, like protect. And Emma's and, with Draken. Yeah, because he deserves it. <laughs> and what about Mikey's sister? Right? <laughs> Yo, I'm like, that was one of my favorite episodes of the whole season. Bruh. I swear. He, they're just like, and then Hina's just like, hmm, we should be on the case. All right, Watson, let's go. I'm like, yo, yo, Detective you gotta Hina. fucking stop. Detective Hina. <laughs> and then they show up and he's just like, Emma, how dare you? You're gonna break. And then Dragon's just like, aw, you're hanging out with your sister on her birthday. And I'm like, sister. And then as soon as she goes, they do kind of look the same. I was like, I'm sitting here thinking that's just because anime and most characters just end up looking the same. But, oh, fuck, I'm bad. (laughs) I thought that was so sweet. So, I was really, really bad with that because, like, in my head, as soon as it said sister, I went... (laughs) Sweet home Alabama. Because, like, as they were walking to the fucking shop... Yeah, she's like, hugged the little and she's like, aw, Mikey, you're so sweet, you're so cute. And I'm like, what? I was like, but you're a Draken's girl. But you're a Draken's girl. What about Draken living in a whorehouse? Bruh. And they're all like his mom. That was crazy. And they're all and his mom. And then, like, Takamichi gets pulled. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, hey, you should really check your clients first. And she's like, why are your friends hanging out in the waiting room? And he's like, I was busy. <laughs> Uh, and he's all like, "Oh, what do I and do then, here?" And then, and then Takamichi's like, "Is Dragon Coon telling me I should become a man?" Yeah. 
<laughs> he gets in more like sexually angsty situations than any harem protagonist ever, except for the fact that these are almost believable. <laughs> because the first one, Emma was just like, I'm just trying to make Draken like, you know, jealous. And in this one, it's a complete accident. And he's like, you know what? I can think Dragon would do this. And Dragon's just like, yo, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, sitting there. Hey, yo, what are you doing? Get off my boy. Schlong slinging. And he's like, hi. Hold on. The best part. He just comes out in full frontals, Dragon. He's just like, Dra and he's just like, what are you doing? You dry it off. Let's go. He's like, what do you mean? You should really check your clients better. And she's like, oh, I didn't know she was one of your friends. Lights a cigarette, leans back. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I just wonder if the comment, well, you really are my type, was an actual comment. I, I wonder. I really do. I wonder. Because, like, if... You, okay. If future Takamichi isn't slanging hard, he's doing it wrong. Uh, future Takamichi ain't slanging nothing. He cried about Hina. I mean, obviously he wasn't for a while. I mean, unless he just ain't know and was just like, "Oh yeah, I wonder where my fucking girlfriend is." I really want to know why they keep breaking up. I don't know. I was thinking that they would probably show that in the first season, but hopefully they show it. You know, I'm gonna, that's my, honestly my, the one thing I want to read the manga for. Really, is to find my out. My big question is why does Kasaki keep going for Hina though? Mm-hmm. What does she know? And that's why I that's why I almost fit the description that Zach wants to say that he can time travel that he knows. So he's going back trying to fix it. So he's trying to fix it to where she dies because she knows something or maybe because she has a sway over Takamichi where he can take control of him. I I I don't know, man. I just ooh fuck. <laughs> I need to know. I need questions Bro. answered. <laughs> I've never been this tied up in a seasonal anime like I've, I need another one like I've never been this not okay no no like and I like okay so with with Berserk I knew that there was no more basically so I read the manga and when the manga was you know basically like on high I, I went into it knowing that it kind of had some cutoffs and all that I was like okay cool you know with things like you know, Gundam. We can always expect new Gundam. Gundam will never end. You know, with Berserk, it got an... Or with uh, Bleach, it got an ending. There Naruto hasn't been a new Gundam ending. in a while. Other than Hathaway. Hathaway was great. Other than Hathaway. <laughs> but, like... But, like, an actual new Gundam series. Supposedly I mean, there was a new the one's origin. coming out. Yeah. There was the origin. Yeah. And, and uh, Iron Blood Orphans. But, supposedly, there's a new one coming out. Is it going to be UC? I don't know. I hope so. I, I really, really hope, hope so. UC. UC's the best. But, um, you know, like... Everything so far that I really get into has an ending or continues going or leaves off in a way... Like, My Hero leaves off in a great way at the end of every season. Even Attack on Titan, with this most recent like half-season cutoff, it ended well. Well enough for me to be like, okay, I can wait for another season. But this... The way this ended... Holy fuck. It was like someone put my balls in a vice grip. It just stops. And, and does not like, release them. Hold on. And then just says, fix it yourself and walks off. And you're just like... Also, Hold on. <laughs> also, I finished the second season of Slime. Oh, word. When I tell you it had no reason being that hype... I need to watch it. I need to just set my so isekai hate aside and watch it. Because that's actually a really good one, and you have to admit it. I need, we need to bring Matt back in. It's not fair to him. One second. I just want to tell you this. Okay. How much do you care about spoilers for Slime? 
I don't care. Okay, it's fine. I'll watch so you know it. In, but... You know in the beginning when he swallows Valdora, mm-hmm. the, the dragon? Mm-hmm. So, in like the middle of season two, yes, it kind of it kind of ends with him becoming a demon lord. Yes. And then he saves all his people yeah. from something that you don't really know about. Right. doesn't really matter. Uh, but then he finds a way to resurrect Valdora and gives Valdora a body. Sick. So now Valdora is just a fucking six foot five demigod of a man. Yeah. And his favorite pastime is reading manga. <laughs> <laughs> so he just sits in fucking Rimuru's... Uh, office space on the couch with a stack of fucking manga about Fuck this yeah. tall chewing through it. Love it. With another demon lord that they introduced right after that by the name of Ramaris. Love it. She's a little fairy demon lord who is the guardian of the forest. Yeah. And then Walpurgis gets called, which Walpurgis is a conference of demon lords, of all of them. They come together, they discuss matters that they need to have discussed. Yeah. And Clayman gets fucked up. Oh, shit. So Clayman has been pulling the strings this entire time with all the bad things that have been happening. Right. Um, he's just a dick. Mm-hmm. He gets absolutely outclassed. Rimuru is, like, light years more so powerful. So he is the Teddy Roosevelt in this situation. Nah. Um, <laughs> we'll call Clayman the Jimmy Carter. Oh, shit. He's technically a leader, but he didn't really do anything. We'll call Rimuru fucking Washington. Fuck yeah. Fucking founding nations. Slaying ass, Cutting down dick. cherry trees. Yep. <laughs> so, at one point during the conference of Demon Lords, they decide, like, Clayman decides that he is going to defeat Rimuru and just destroy him. So they just have this big fucking knockdown slugger brawl, mm-hmm. and like, you remember Shion? Yeah. Shion and Ranga, his wolf, they go in, but then Clayman's like, hey, look at this, I got this legendary creature that spawns two more legendary creatures, and then this thing, and this thing. Mm-hmm. So now you're outclassed. Well, when you become a demon lord, demons, a demon comes to be your servant. Right depending on how powerful you are. So we find out that Rimuru, his servant, is Primordial Noir. Oh, shit. Which is one of the top demons. Right. Also, two more demons came with him that Rimuru was like, yeah, you go hang out with Ramaris, or you go do this. So, like, the other one was like, I'm technically alleged to Rimuru, but we're just kind of hanging out now. Right. And after this, I swear to my allegiance to Ramaris, so can I join the fight to help my actual master right now? Yeah. And so she joins, and Clayman's like, he's like, this is my greatest creation. He's got like a six-arm mechanical thing that's like <laughs> throwing like fire and ice and all these different things. And we cut away to watch Rimuru fight Malim for some reason. Or fight Malim, because Malim's pretending to be under mind control, but yeah. really she's not. But they're just having fun. Um, and we cut back to <laughs> the, the little lesser demon, the one that's actually his servant, yeah. has just dismantled this six-arm thing and has its parts laid out in front of her is like, polishing the helmet. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Valdora shows up. And Reamer was like, no, you stay at home. We're not doing this unless I call you and need your help. You're not to come here. And he's just like, boom. And he starts complaining that he ran out of manga to read. 
What a fucking goon. He's my bro, hero. Bro, bro, and then he's like, and he's like, uh, well, I'll give you the next chapter. However, all you have to do is go play with Malim for a little while. Tire her out. You know, oh, that is my uh, brother's daughter. And so, because Val, this is the part that I want to tell you. I just had to set this up enough to tell you. Valdora starts fighting Malim. You know, the chibi. Yeah. Yep. Okay. He starts doing Hadoukens. Shiryukens. The spin kick, whatever it is. The. Uh, Becky sucks pukes. Fuck that. Yep. The the yes. Straight legs. Yep. He starts doing that, and so like he's just pulling off Street Fighter moves. That's awesome. <laughs> and so then we cut back. That's awesome. <laughs> to Rimuru doing something like just demolishing someone because OP is fuck. And then we cut back. <laughs> we cut back to Veldora for some reason, and you just hear Kame. <laughs> So this show's turned into Gintama? <laughs> and he fucking Kamehameha Malim. I love it. Into the fucking ground. Oh, oh it's great. I love it. Oh, it was great. That's sick. <laughs> and like... That's fucking awesome. It was at that moment I was like, there is nothing this show can do to make me stop watching it. I bet. I gotta watch it now, especially if it's that funny now. Because I know it's, the first season was funny, but it wasn't like, it wasn't self-aware enough. It took itself a little bit too serious. So I'm bro, it's that, so self-aware. Okay, good. All right, so That'll about, be my Gintama replacement. About the middle, about the middle of the second season, mm-hmm. um, when they're fighting Clayman's army kind yeah. of thing, there is a beast called Charbidus. Yeah. That's like a Greek mythological being. Right. But in this world, it's, an, it's a demon that you can you summon to your plane and so Clayman gave one of his soldiers like a little shard of Charbonus's soul yeah and so this is at, so when you become a demon lord all your subordinates get a get a power bump as well right and so Shion is more powerful than demon lord Clayman at this point Benimaru the fucking ogre the one in red yeah is so fucking strong it's not funny so, this guy eats the thing of Charbidus under, like, Clayman's mind control. Right. And, like, he fights it, but he's forced to do it, and he just, like, explodes into this giant demon thing. Ah. And, like, everybody's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And then Benny Maru is just like, eh. Walks up. Annihilates it. Just one slash annihilates it, pretty much makes it implode. Damn. Jeez. The, the power scaling in this show Stupid. is ridiculous. <laughs> However. However. Some of the bad guys are way more powerful. Of course. Bro, there's some shit. Like, there's a lot more details that I can't Yeah, really I was about to say, don't tell me no more now, because I really want to watch it now. You, you got bro. me kind of hyped up now. <laughs> bro, when Valdor came out and started Kamehameha, I was just like, wild. what? <laughs> That's crazy. Bro, this happened at, like, I, I was watching this last night mm. as, like, my wrap-up, because I started with, uh, 
I started with Revengers, and then I caught up on Remake Your Life. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which, he's back in the past now. Word. I need to watch that, too. He so. gave up his future oh, with shit. the girl he likes, with a daughter, and a successful career. And he's like, no, I want to go back in the past. Damn it. Damn it. For noble reasons, but it's it's still very interesting. Damn it. Um, I figured out who has, like, some control over his time travel. And I don't know how they're doing this, and I'm really curious. But I finished that. I watched the last two episodes. I needed to watch that. Uh, there wasn't no to be continued, so I think there's more than 13 episodes in that season, okay. which is weird. And I watched Slime. Fuck yeah. And fucking Slime <laughs> was insanity. If you haven't watched it, you really need to. And Matt's back. Hello, man. I'm back. Batman. Matt's back. Sorry to keep you waiting, man. We just did. We wanted to keep the spoilers to a minimum for you. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to listen to this episode until I watch it. So. No, you can. You can just skip that portion. I've got the timestamp. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna forget. I'm gonna to look put timestamps in the description. You un- you know my ADD brain. I will yes, not. I do yes, not read descriptions. But, but we be a man. There, we say spoilers. Beep beep beep. And then we said this is your final warning before we start. So. Yep. You'll remember. I will probably still forget. Well, you know where I work. How are you gonna forget? Then he, he knows I, where I work. That's literally say it like twelve times. <laughs> you know what? In that case, then you need to watch all of it this week. Stop sniffing. I, uh, how? God. Um. Be a man. I mean, I can come down here and just steal your TV for a minute. Watch it at work. Hmm. Watch it at work. If I have time, I will. Download episodes. Watch men like you know. Watch it at lunch. Yeah, I mean, I can. You know, I'll show you if I can do that. Watch an episode here or there. Watch it on the catwalk like I used to. <laughs> I hate sitting out there. Why? I used to watch it on the plastic. I say I like the plastic, plastic better. I mean, yeah, that's my thing. But I, uh, also, bro, did you watch Seven Deadly Sins? Not yet. Me neither. Me neither. I was gonna watch the last season, but I forgot because I was playing I Last of Us. Any of it, bro? I was gonna watch Loki, but I forgot about that too. <laughs> Revengers has been done for like what two weeks now? Yeah, and I just finished it. Right. I'm so proud of you for watching. Did you ever finish Full Metal? Episode forty-seven. Fact. Still. (laughs) Ooh, Zach finished Hunter Hunter. He caught up, and he says, "You know what? If the ending is how is how it ends, and they don't go any farther, I'm okay with it." And I'm like, "Congratulations! You feel how I feel about Berserk." (laughs) That last chapter, Berserk, made me cry, dude. We I'm know. not even gonna lie. I'd say we all know. I booed like a baby. So, uh, what next? Ooh, Matt. Yo. Since you're back, you've been reading Blue Exorcist. Now I know you haven't read it in a little while, but yeah, you've been reading Blue Exorcist. How do you like it? Uh, so far, um, I'm sure you remember the tropes episode. Oh, of course. A lot of the tropes that we said we did not like are kind of sticking out. It's kind of like. Yep. And now you're like, oh, I should not have done that episode. <laughs> now you're aware of every single trope. Congratulations. Now join us. Now, besides that. But that'll also make it way more special when you find a show that breaks those tropes and trends. Yeah. And you're uses like, those tropes against you? Yes, in a special way. You're just like, a gift from the gods. No. Don't get me wrong. Even with all the tropes from Blue Exorcist in every shown in anime, uh, I still highly enjoy it. It's um, great. Great series. Thinking of 
spoilers if you haven't read it. Uh, it's fine. Thinking of the whole demon becoming an exorcist. Yep. To fight Son of Satan. Dad. Not just demon. Son of Satan. <laughs> Raised and by a priest. Meliodas? No. He is son of the demon king. And it's just one of those... Difference. Um, Difference. Who is Satan? <laughs> I don't know how this is supposed to work, but it works. And I mean, and then you have the really cool forest scene where he just basically burns down the entire fucking forest because he felt, felt like it. Yep. We turn up the best, smoke the best, and then the fire. I mean, but yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it very much. So Fuck yeah. What's up? What's next on your anime list? Yeah. What's next on your anime list? I know you've been watching Black oh. Clover. I know you're, you know, well, you're first, keeping up with Boruto pretty good. Yeah. What's, what's first on your... my anime list is uh, that's Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. Hey, that's I mean, been hey, number one you, for like hey. years. Are you Matt? Yeah, is no, your no, name Matt? There's a site called My Anime List. Okay, shut the fuck up. I'm talking about Matt's anime list, not my anime list. No, um, <laughs> shut, I know. Shut up, Brody. Metamorphosis. Matt. That's a play. <laughs> I'm trying to think nope, of... I'm know, that's to think not a play. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Did you hear uh, that? I know I am planning to watch Tokyo Revengers. Shush. Um, Let him speak. We just shut him out for like 30 minutes. That's because he hasn't watched. Let him talk. Fuck you, buddy. Uh, I'm planning to watch Tokyo Revengers. Um, you should. At some point, getting into Full Metal. Fuck yeah. Trying to watch it. And Hunter x Hunter. Those are probably my next three... And Attack on Titan. And Attack on Titan. Yeah, the... You're asking me to pop up these names off the top of my head. I don't remember all these. Get good. I can't remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. Get good. You ate a burger. I did eat a cheeseburger. I got you, dog. Do you know how many anime my watch list has in it? Do you know how many? Hey, mine hey, Brody. Brody. Just on, just on Verve. Oh, I was about to say, which, what, 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 what side are we talking on? Verve? Just, just Verve? Just Verve. Oh man, I've got like 15, 16, maybe 20. On just Verve. 96. Oh, fuck that. Hey, Brody. Yeah, but you see, you watch, like, every rom-com. <laughs> I do not just watch rom-coms. <laughs> you watch... I didn't say just rom I said you watch every... Yes, man. And every... Easy I should guy. come over and watch anime with you, then. You because should. I have shit Wi-Fi. Hey, And I cannot should. watch anything. You should. <laughs> Speaking the of... the only reason I have bro, not there's been a, anime. There's a new isekai that's, like, bog-standard bullshit, and it's really pretty animated, and I bet you'll love it. What's it called? I forgot. Oh. <laughs> I've seen that. I forgot. I saw it on. Um, there's a guy on TikTok who's just like, "This is the worst anime of the of of the season thus far." He's like, "We're not going to talk about the best ones of summer yet. We're going to talk about the worst first. And that was one of the first ones, and I forgot what it was, but it was really pretty, bro. But he said it was bad. You know, I don't actually watch trash. I know. I watch things that are very specific. <laughs> And take certain Spider. amount of tastes. <laughs> like it takes a certain kind of taste. Yeah. Spider was a good show. I just didn't like it. I don't like had, the art style. And I, I watched like, like the it. first. Episode. I didn't enjoy it personally. It's funny as fuck. Yeah. It was very funny. I, I was... didn't think it was bad. I just, I, it, it's no. not for me. But you have to admit, everything that I watch typically, it's not bad. Is good. Means, yeah. It's just, it's a just specific very specific. Thing. <laughs> I say, like, I know. I am extremely excited. Which is why I never really recommend anything to you. Right. I just tell you about what I've been watching. Right. And, and if you think it sounds interesting... Uh, oh, also, I heard that the detective show turned into shit. I haven't watched since, like, episode six. Yeah, I so... heard that around episode five or six, after that, it just goes completely fucking downhill. That's what I've heard. I might be on episode eight or nine. Yeah. I would disagree the last I watched of it. Really? I could be wrong. 
Yeah. I could be way earlier than that and just not know any better. Right. But the last I watched, it was still really good. Okay. Gotcha. There's a dynamic to the to the two protagonists, the yeah. one already being dead, that I really enjoy watching. And so, like, anytime they're on screen, whatever else is happening, I'm okay with it. Right. I feel you. I feel you. Just their dynamics great. Yeah. However. Oh. However. Um, there was a couple that I had for next on I know I'm extremely watch. excited about, hopefully, this year, getting a, uh, the next season of ReZero. Oh my god, I can't wait. I am I'm extremely excited about wait. it. And uh Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes Um Shonen King Okay. So I'm caught up with the manga of Jujutsu Kaisen and I'm not gonna tell any spoilers. But this next arc is gonna be Bussin' Bussin' respectfully Sheesh. Like swear. It's gonna be fucking incredulous. And I cannot wait. That's not the right word, but that's fine. I cannot wait until all the, like, anime-only normies get in and watch it, and they're just like, what? Because oh, some I'm, shit goes the fuck down. <laughs> I'm extremely excited. Now, one thing, I, I do read some mangas. I'm just not big in the manga yeah. world. Um, I'm still the resident manga reader. It's fine. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> um, I, don't, I almost don't want to read the manga for Jiu-Jitsu. I can understand that, especially because honestly, I'll start, like I enjoy the art style of the manga, but the art in the in the show is way and better. It's it's kind of the same for ReZero. I don't want to read ahead for ReZero because I, I'm not reading ahead for ReZero. I I I have fallen in love with ReZero. I read the, the first few light novels just to see how it was, um, and it. Oh shit! What? I only have one more episode of To Your Eternity. Oh fuck! Hey, you're almost there. <laughs> no. It only did a 20-episode run. Oh, shit. Oh, did it get canceled? No, it's already confirmed a season two. Oh, well, that's good. They did a 20-episode run. That's fucking weird. weird. Yeah. It's not 13 episodes or no, fucking No, I went into my watch list to kind of like... Oh, just to, to see? see. <laughs> to see some things. Oh, um, shit. I need to watch that. Now that I, only, I know it's only 20 episodes, I'll I watch say, it. I have a watch list somewhere but, that um, Kristen sent me months ago. What did I... Oh, uh, fuck. What was I going to say? I don't remember fucking where I put it. Fucking A, Brody. You interrupted me. Oh, so I, wa- I read some of the light novels of Free Zero, right? And um, and I liked it. But okay, if if it, it for anybody who does not like Subaru in the anime, first off, how does it feel to be wrong? But second, okay, hold I on. like Subaru in all things, especially real life. <laughs> Subaru in the manga is awful, still to this point. Like where the show is, you know how now you're like, okay, he's got some issues. But he's got a really good heart, and he has the best of intentions. Nah, bro, in the in the manga, he is a like actual narcissistic user for like most of the series, and like he still has those bright and shining moments where he's like, you're like, okay, that's the Subaru I know and love. But like, we don't get the really awesome scene with his parents as much. It's only like a few panels. We don't get the really fucking awesome scene between him and uh Melee. Like. It's only like a panel, so that like he doesn't get near as much time to be the good guy that we can kind of root for, and that kind of fucking sucks. So I don't like him in the manga. So I'm probably not going to read the manga as much as I love it. Now I might read it once the anime is done. I might go back and read it. But also, Studio White Fox is just too good. We don't deserve them. We do not deserve Studio White you Fox. You know what my favorite? And we've thing talked about it several times. But we don't I deserve mean, them. Do you know what my favorite thing they did in season two is though. <laughs> 
didn't show an opener or closer for the half the fucking thing. You did mean, they show an opener or closer at all? Yeah, like yeah, they did three times for like the first three episodes. Well, yeah. that just goes the to first sh- three episodes of part two. <laughs> that just goes to show how often they show openers because I do not like remember when openers. Amelia had her uh, flashback to when she was a kid. That was the only time we ever got openers. That's right, I do remember. So that, that was actually no, like, my favorite part of the second season. Mine too. Learning. Mine too. Learning her actual past. Yes. Yep. And learning that her and uh, her and uh, uh, Basil Juice were like really Actually good friends. Really good friends. And like that also, her aunt was like. Spoilers, in love. by the way, for anybody that has not Fuck watched that, the anime. Watch the fucking anime, you weeb normies. Also, <laughs> the witch. Oh man. What's her name? Wait, uh, echidna. Yeah. Echidna. Yes, echidna. Oh, Echidnas yeah. have four four-headed penises. I wonder if she has a four-headed penis. I kind of assume that's what she has because of her name and it's Japanese anime. I need to rule 34 something. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) 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 And and Josh isn't here to cry. (laughs) He's going to listen to this episode and be like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna re. Do not do that. <laughs> that was a joke. I swear. Do not do that. We need to just get a voice clip of Josh re, <laughs> so we can save it on there. We and just can, insert it. Yeah, we could probably pull it from a previous episode or probably something. Could. Oh yeah, that'd Easy. be great. We probably could. We should have that. We should just have that on deck. I can't wait till I make a soundboard. I'm gonna when we get fans when that happens when we get fan when we get a fan base I'm gonna get someone to make a soundboard for me and send it to me and I'll start playing sounds whenever and something and we're happens. not gonna we're not gonna put them we're, we're not gonna give them like criteria of what to no. do just we're just gonna here, say hey th- clip sounds use your favorite sounds yes clip sounds favorite- and send them to us bitch uh oh mm, fuck oh oh so actually I have a question for you what do you think about starting a discord for the Holoform TV podcast. What do you think about that? Could work really well. I actually did figure out how to record off screen, off your phone screen, whenever you're doing it. So we could upload the recording to the computer. I'm surprised we don't have a Discord as a group anyway. You know, I am too. Yeah. Like, instead of the group chat, like, I thought we would have one, but, you know, whatever. I need a shot. <laughs> There's some Jaeger in there. Shot. No! It is... Hey. Also, it is sad boy season, so if you're not, if you're not blasting sad boy music, like turnover out your fucking car, you're doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. It is flannels and and, um, and, and, and hoodie. Sir. Well, did anybody, remember to, did anybody remember to wake up Green Day? Fuck Green Day. Fuck Let sleep. Oh, Tristan. You're a terrible person. The entirety of yesterday, I listened to the entire discography of Title Fight at work. Yes! Sad boy season! The the entire discography of Title Fight. And Floral Green is still their best album. I don't know, they're all really good. They're all really good, but Floral Green. And then it went to Knuckle Puck. And this is where they lose me because I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Have you discovered Hot Mulligan yet? Yes, I know about Hot Mulligan. I love Hot Mulligan so much. I sent you hot milk. That was a band. That was a thing. That was a real thing. It's pretty good. And it's good. But that was a thing. Their name's Hot Milk. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't ask these questions. That was a thing. 
Bro, it was actually a really good song, though. It was, but it was weird. And we listened to some weird shit. Oh, Matt, have you listened to the new um, Spirit Box album yet? No. It's very good. You I didn't not, know there was a new Spirit yeah, Box album. You like Spirit are you Box? I do like Spirit Box. Are you not in love with Courtney LaPlante? Courtney LaPlante is... Yes. I can't lie. She's incredible. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. If I wasn't already if I didn't already have a title for this episode, it would have been Slow Lick Across Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's basically like the six singles we've already heard with like five other songs. Five songs. <laughs> but the five new songs but, are also but, bangers. But Secret Gardens uh, Yellow, Yellow Jacket has home. Sam Carter. Yellow Jacket's on it. tough. What's the name of the album? The Eternal Blue, I think. Eternal Blue. Yep. Cool. I'll check it out on my yep. own. It's, it's, it's good. I've I've now listened to it uh, one and a half times. I've listened to it like 25 times. Well, Brody, that's because you also have an hour drive to work and you have time to listen to Not it. Not anymore. No. It's no, like 45 minutes. Nope, nope. I just choose to listen to it on repeat. <laughs> I've subjected the people at my shop to it probably 15 of those times. And eh, fuck, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I've subjected Carson to it like... Poor Carson. Oh, ooh, Carson. Has he been reading Jujutsu Kaisen? He has not, but he finished it. He did? He finished it like last night or today. What do you think? Um, it's not his favorite thing ever, but, but he's like, it was really good. But it's pretty up there. Did he ever start Bleach? Or he uh, hadn't decided yet? No. So I've given him a list of things to watch. Good. How um, many rom-coms? None. <laughs> um, That's kind of surprising. I don't, think he'd, ask. I don't think he'll be into it. Probably not. So I basically said... So I was like, "What is what is your watch list right now that I have recommended to you at some point, or that you want to watch?" Right. It's like JoJo's Part Five. Yep. Um, Go to the wind. I want to read Berserk. Yes. I was like, "You should do that. Yes. It's worth it." Oh, like, yes. I want to watch Evangelion. It's like you recommended to me, or like basically forced my hand into watching FMA Brotherhood. Yes. And I'm like, yes. And before any of that, go watch Revengers. Yes! Preach the gospel. Bro. Preach the gospel. I'm suppo- su- we're going to start... He supposedly started it tonight. We're going to start the church of the Tokyo Manji gang. Bro, he supposedly started it tonight. <laughs> and preach the gospel. And I'm going to have a long... Com- depending on how many episodes he got through, we're going to have a long conversation. Yes. I want a Tokyo Manji gang jacket. So oh bad. God. We should we should get some. We should just get them custom custom. Yes, let's do it. I mean, if you'll just, be like if you'll help me, bucks, but like fuck it. If you'll help me do it, I'm planning on buying a 3D printer at some point anyway. How does that help? I mean, we can't 3D print jackets. They'll be like cardboard. Can, I mean, they'll be like that episode you. of Dave where they have wooden shirts. I didn't realize you were talking about jackets. I completely <laughs> bleeped out for a minute. Yep, no, like legitimate jackets that we can wear. Okay. Oh, also, yep, I bleeped out for a minute. That's also, my bad. Also, this is so random, but I looked at my dog. Brody, it's Iris's birthday today. Uh, you're correct. It is. It it's is. still today. Yep. Not for, for a few more minutes, for about an hour more. She's six years old now. My sweet baby girl. I'm going to get her a new collar for her birthday. If I don't know how know, she's going to react. See, that made sense whether we're talking about a dog or a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see the good, 
the good thing is, is that this podcast and all the listeners that we do have know that I do not have a girlfriend and that I have dogs. <laughs> I'm just saying the only part that concerned me there was she's six today. On that note. Yikes. Uh, did, someone, did someone say flaming squirrels? <laughs> We have to stop Ouroborosing! I can't! It's so much fun now! That's our best performing episode! Please listen to our content. We're Please desperate. Um, <laughs> oh. But I think we're gonna go ahead and start kinda winding this episode down a little bit. No, we're not. We're just getting started. Nah. Bro, we got another 40 minutes of runtime. Let's not do that. Yeah, let's do it. I have to wake up early, and so do you. Who gives a shit? Nope. Anyway. Anyway. This is the fun part. Because <laughs> they say they're going to wind it down, and they never do. Oh, God, I'm trying. He doesn't let me. <laughs> you wanted me here. Of course I do. You asked me first. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't it like six years ago, too, that you asked him? Five. Five. Somewhere. Okay, I was close. Yeah. Somewhere close. I had something to talk about. And then you just sick. All the way. So anyway, <laughs> I really hate that selection of Twilight stuff by Stephanie. Shut the Meyer. fuck up! I hate it. So Why? It looks. What Let are... me love things. What are you, an eighth grade girl? No, I'm a 26 year old man. Eighth grade girl. Got it. Sure. Okay, listen. Let me defend myself. These are hardback first editions. That's not defending. Yes, That's is. incriminating. These are entertaining books. They're decently well written. I say decently because they're still technically kind of YA. I don't really like YA. But you know what? These books, they make me happy. They got me through middle no, school. No, they didn't get me through middle school. I didn't read them in middle school. I read them in high school. Oh my god. I was not a oh, loser. That's not much Edward better. made my Shut the butt fuck up. wet. No. No. And the movies... I'm sorry. I defend Kristen Stewart. I think she's great. I think she's been bad in everything. I'm Wrong. sorry. And I will literally die on the hill defending Robert Pattinson because he's an incredible actor. Robert Pattinson's great. He's an incredible actor and, and, the reason that you watch those movies is for Papa Charlie. The dad is the best thing about those films. So, if I got an entire rewrite book of just Charlie's point of view, Midnight Sun's cool. Edward's point of view, that's cool. I want Charlie's point of view. I want Charlie the Vampire slash Werewolf Hunter. I want five books of that. I'd I'd watch that, I'd watch it or read so, it. So I have. I would a, endorse it. I have a I have a real comment. Give me here. fan fiction. I have a hot take. Not the weird, sexy kind of fan fiction. Don't do that. I have a. I have You'd a enjoy hot that take. too. Don't I lie. I would not. Nope. 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 I have a hot take here. Okay. Why are we not calling carrying an entire movie series Robert Pattinson disease? Really? Because he he the only the thing good about that. those movies. Is his performance to me? No, I think the story's boring as fuck. Kristen Stewart is a piece of wet cardboard, except the cardboard's more interesting because it's actually wet. I love her. Oh my god, she's her. like a stepped-on Amazon box. Okay, but 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 okay, okay. 
you're not wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you. But listen. Okay. okay. Listen, but listen. How many times can I see fucking Taylor Lautner shirtless in a 30-minute span? Okay. Now that because wolf I will not boy, defend. Wolf boy, wolf boy, wolf boy, wolf. That I will boy. not defend. And I will also not defend the legions then, of 30 to 40-something soccer moms who are like, oh my god, this 16-year-old boy. I'm like, y'all need to be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will also not defend the legion of weeaboos that are like, mm, this 12-year-old cat girl. Exactly. We will not defend any of them. Yeah, Iris is dreaming. She can have birthday dreams. She's chasing wabbits. Here, here's the thing. I'm waiting for her to dream really hard one day and just kick the fuck out of Shiloh. <laughs> oh, she kicks the fuck out of me like every night. Her and Sage both. Sage will crawl up onto the pillow and then he'll just force push the fuck yes. out of me. And, and kick you wonder me why I force pushed face. him. Hey, he was like four months old, you dick. He's still a dick. You're still a dick. You almost broke my dog. He's I'm been not a stupid ever since. <laughs> well, I mean, have you no. looked at the owner? No. They say dogs take after their owners. So. Rude. But true. Rude. Crude. Socially unacceptable. Insubordinate <laughs> and cheerish. <laughs> you should name it, claim it, make it socially acceptable. Fuck all that Cigarettes other shit. Cigarettes on the ceiling. No. So. I know it's silhouette. While we're off on the topic of movies. I've been much better, but at least I'm healing. While we're off on the topic of movies. Venom. Venom. Didn't the didn't it come out what? Today. Today. Yeah, we're going to see it tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Um, Brody, you still haven't seen the first Venom, right? Like, is that what you said earlier? No. Why not? Watch it for Tom Hardy, if no other reason, because Tom Hardy's physical, like, body acting in that film is incredible. It really is. And he looks like a sloppy sack of shit the whole movie. And Tom Hardy is a pretty man. So, like, seeing him not taken care of and not kempt in this film, and he's just sweaty and looks drunk and acts drunk half the movie. I'm pretty sure that's what Tom Hardy looks like without eating all the fetal infants, all the uh, stem cells that they get for being rich. That's just his natural form. There's no body acting there. I can't argue. We're doing conspiracy theories now. No. <laughs> oh, we can get off God. some conspiracy theories. No, no. We'll be here all night, and then I have to edit that, and then, no. Did you know the water's turning the frogs gay? Oh, Jesus. Did you know oxygen is just slowly killing you? It of course it is! Ears? You know, everybody who drinks dihydrogen monoxide dies. <laughs> now we're ending this. It's over now. Birds aren't real. to say? Birds are not real. They're surveillance devices. Do you have anything else to say? I do. That's constructive. Shut the fuck up. Um, if you add water to ice, it gets colder. Okay. Matt, you got anything to say? <laughs> that was constructive. I constructed cold water. I mean... It's ice water, Brody! <laughs> Everyone knows! Hey, I have a real question, though. Oh, God, what? Why does ice take up more space than water? Because water is one of the only things to expand when it gets colder. Yeah, but why? I, I don't. Probably, I don't know. What There's the somebody f- that has it. Turns into really a solidus liquid. It sound it. it a solidus liquid. Yeah, a solidus liquid. A solidus liquid. Hold on, I'm gonna defend this point. It starts playing Metal Gear Solid because there's a liquidus, a solidus. There's a liquid, a solid. There's all those kind of different 
things. Metal Gear is a weird thing. Play it. <laughs> no. So yes. here's a real question. Oh God. What happens when we get water to absolute zero? Does it stop watering? Are you talking about getting water to negative 273 degrees Fahrenheit? You mean Celsius? Celsius, yes, sorry. Or zero Kelvin? All of or you. zero Kelvin. You said Kellen. Kelvin. You Kelvin. said Kellen, like Kellen Quinn. <laughs> I understood Kelvin. If you can't hang, baby, it's the door. If you get water to that cold, it literally becomes an almost impervious solid. I think... Oh my god, we're done talking about the frozen water! Stop! I think if you freeze water to that temperature, it probably unravels. No, they've done... They've done experiments, and it literally just becomes such a hard solid... This has officially gone off the rails, and we're not even inebriated. We're done. We're, we're done. done. We're finishing we're done. this. It's done. No. I'm doing closing. I'm doing closings. I still have beverage. I'm doing closings. I still have beverage. Though. I'm doing. If you let me close, you can do that. I can't do that. <laughs> All right, then I'm closing. I've got to drive. Then I'm closing. No. Yes. <laughs> I want to swing from the seat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I found an extra chromosome inside of my cereal box, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, as we've said, shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> Don't put gas on a fire and make it bigger. Stop! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you know, it's not the gas that burns, it's the vapors. Yes. Anyway. Liquid will put a match out. So, uh, we of course, as we updated in our last episode, I'm being serious, shut the fuck up. Um, as we said in our last episode, we are going to start putting out weekly content, so every single Saturday morning you will get a new episode from us. We're like the Saturday morning, morning cartoon specials. Yeah! That, that's literally what I the whole plan for this was from the very beginning to be the Saturday morning cartoons that we used to have. Except we say resounding amounts of fuck. So Hey, that's perfect for our age group. That's exact Yes, you thank know, you. You, you are know, literally just validating so everything I've chosen. Before before we quit this, I just have one thing to say. This is gonna I be a ten minute thing. No, no, it's very quick. I say so I say fuck so much I forget people are offended by it. Me too. So I'll just be in line at like Zaxby's and be like, "Yo, let me get a fucking chicken sandwich, man." And people are like, oh, "Excuse me," and you're and like, like oh, "The old I'm lady so behind me is like, <gasps> yeah." And I'm like, "Perks of living in the south, you get to see all the people cringe." But yeah, sir. But seriously, I say it so much I forget it's actually offensive to some people. Me too. So we apologize if we offend you, but not really. No, I don't care. I put the little uh, this explicit America. content I have my warning. Right to- this is America. I have my right to offend you. I I put the little explicit content warning on all our episodes. So, yeah. yeah. So if you watch it, it's on you. That's on you. Hey, show it to your 12-year-old nephew. Don't do that. He'll love it. Stop that. 12-year-old niece? No, we do not endorse that. She will not love it. We do not endorse that. She, anyway. Cousin. She's more interested in the cherry chapstick, as Katy Perry said. Someone call the doctor. Got a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yes, um soon we have our next hollow bit actually planned. So, um 
since the hollow bits are going to be kind of a bigger deal now, uh, the next hollow bit, we are going to bring in Callahan, Callahan. our good, good friend Callahan, and Zach. We're going to get them together. We promise this time Zach won't be drunk. Yeah. They would probably never know he was drunk if we didn't say anything. But it's fine. He was drunk. So, we're going to get them together, and we are going to talk about One Piece for like an hour. So, it's going to be great. Look forward to that. I'm not going to give you a date because I really don't know when we're going to put it up. But we're going to put it up soon, I promise. So. Don't make promises. Don't make a girl a promise. You know you can't keep it. That's for all my Halo fans out there. All right. Here's the thing. No. (laughs) That's a good sign. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Oh, God. All we're doing is making Tristan's job a lot harder now. He really has to edit this. (laughs) I'm not editing any of this. No, 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 no. One day you want to. I want to get. You're not? Not this. Don't. Fucking start with me. No, you shut up too. Bad. One of these days, bad man. Bad <laughs> One of these days, I want to get together, get all three of us and Josh, shit faced. No. And see what happens. No, not I'm public- not. No. No. Okay. And whenever Do we it. open up a Patreon. Uzu. Whenever we do a Patreon, then we can put up our drunk episodes. Whenever we do a Patreon, we'll do an entire episode of Uwu speak. Oh my god. Joshua. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're done. That's it. That's it. I'm not saying anything else. I'm sorry. Thank you so much for joining us on this very... Very strange episode. Remember, gas on fire. Not a good idea. Thank you so much. Remember that the spoiler is in the description. (laughs) This is at the end of the episode. Wow! You've already passed it by now. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next Saturday for a brand new episode. Thank you so much. And always remember, don't you dare go hollow. Damn it.